one of the biggest challenges for copywriters who have uh, getting to this kind of plateau in earnings is scaling their copywriting business so that they can break a million dollars in gross. I'm Justin Hit with Ad Briefing's Copywriting Tips. For the last couple of years, I've been working with copywriters, marketers, and business development professionals, helping them scale their copywriting business. Now, this often means transforming from a copywriting-only business to a business that markets copywriting services, but also a business that solves specific problems for specific audiences. There's a lot of advice online about how to grow your copywriting business, and it's very often oriented towards someone who's just trying to get a regular income. Now, many of the folks that I've been working with over the years already have a regular income from copywriting, but they're not satisfied with the size of that income. So for example, they're doing $100,000, $200,000 a year in copywriting assignments, but they have a realistic understanding that there's business overhead, there's computers that get out of date and need to be replaced. There's cost of internet websites and the services necessary to keep a website up and running. There's the cost of their printing and their own marketing campaigns. And they know that if they could scale what they're doing, they could handle two or three times the, the, the assignment work and they could improve their overall revenues to perhaps get a full-time assistant or two full-time assistants, maybe to bring on a few cub copywriters to help with research and other activities. So what we talk about in Ad Briefing's Copywriting Tips is not just how to create uh, sales with words, but also how to grow your business as a copywriter. Because just like the shoemaker's children have poor shoes, uh, very often copywriters are so busy using these skills to help their customers profit that they do get left behind. So uh, the key to scaling your business is three factors. One is the type of customer do you have? Can your customer support higher fees, larger assignments, more regular type of work? Sometimes it's better to find a hundred paying customers who will each pay you a thousand dollars than it is a thousand customers who will each pay you a hundred dollars. Second is how much do you value your time and what you're charging for that time? There are a lot of copywriters who will bill by the hour, for example. Well, then now you're constrained by the number of hours you can work. Some will bill by the project and then end up with unprofitable customers who burn out all their time and then their ag aggregated rate is, is less than minimum wage. And there are even some copywriters who attempt residuals but lose out because the customer never uses the copy or they never pay the residual. So how much you charge is another factor in growth. And lastly, is your expertise and position, position in the marketplace. Now, this is important. Let's say you specialize in catalog marketing for home interiors. So there are catalogs that have home interior product, artwork that you hang on the walls, uh, different accessory furniture. And you've been specializing in that area for years, and you've got good catalog samples, but that business is starting to move online. And so they aren't doing print catalogs anymore. They don't care that you, you can help them track and measure, uh, you know, which side of the page is most ideal for conversion. They're just not setting as many catalogs as they had before. Well, this could mean you didn't transition well into a digital world. Now, I'm not saying you should get rid of the catalogs. I still get high-end catalogs that come out every month, every quarter, 
and there is still an opportunity for catalog copy, especially since catalog copy is kind of proxy to catalog online. What's different is the metrics, is how you're measuring the metrics. Um, instead of having left page side, right page side, you're going to have above the fold and below the fold. You're going to have some different layouts, and you do, frankly, have better tools online to measure catalogs. Um, but again, if you're only a copywriter for catalogs, they may not understand the value you have in understanding the analytics and understanding AB split testing or page si uh, side split testing or uh, split testing inside the catalog or extracting top products from the catalog and doing a one-off space advertisement. And now your catalog isn't just the one you mail out. Your catalog is also the one that is in a magazine, so in some of somebody's regular subscription. Uh, you may not understand how to, uh, to extract specifically the technical side, so you know, hey, look, we got good copy in the catalog that works. Let's try it someplace else. You may not understand how to extract it, so are you partnering with individuals who can help you extract and turn a, a good set of headlines into pay-per-click ads that drive to an electronic catalog? You may specialize in lead generation, and you're the only one that knows it because the majority of your copywriting assignments have been with the same people over and over and over. So really, in order to expand those three areas of your copywriting business, to grow the overall business into more of an agency model, where you have additional copywriters generating revenue for you, so you have some passive income, or into an agency model where you bring on uh, clients with larger projects, your $10,000 jobs, your $100,000 jobs. Because frankly, you don't need a, that many $100,000 jobs to have a million dollar gross in the business, which guarantees you a six-figure income. Uh, that's because you'll have enough overhead to pay somebody else to do a lot of the things that you're probably uh, pulling your hair out about right now. Now, you might enjoy being really down in the weeds and, and doing the copywriting, but not the business administration. There's another opportunity to grow your business by organizing and and facilitating the business administration through perhaps a bookkeeper, an office manager, uh, somebody who sets appointments for you. You may have, in a lot of cases, my clients will have a They'll just be the only ones doing copy. They'll hire freelancers to support that copy, but they'll have a researcher and who's also got editorial skills, and they'll have a personal assistant that has the back office scheduling skills, and they really do have their head down doing copywriting all the time, but they have sliced out some time to manage a small team, which doesn't take a lot of time. Uh, to ultimately review their financials, which have been steadily growing. And they do this by facilitating out or syndicating out the activities that they're just not good at. Uh, this particular copywriter I have in mind just was not good at interacting with people on the phone. They'd get on the phone and they'd answer 50,000 questions about a project. In fact, they were so good at answering these questions, uh, the customer really didn't need to hire anybody. They could just write the copy themselves. When, the, when they put someone in place who answered the phone, scheduled appointments, they even drew an outline of their discovery meeting, they were able to start closing more assignments and getting paid for the consultative part of the project itself. So sometimes setting up the project can be quite a lot of work. They're actually getting paid for that 
rather than giving it away for free on the telephone just because they adjusted their positioning and they adjusted how they run their office. There are other copywriters who don't even go into an office. They work from anywhere they want to work, but they have somebody virtual who is taking care of the calendar, who is arranging meetings, who is making sure that they're filing their business compliance the right way. I've had a lot of lot of dumb mistakes as far as business compliance is concerned. Late tax returns, you know, not renewing my business license on time, failure to send in personal property taxes. Uh, that's really better handled in my shop by an administrator, an office person. And, and in fact, it's it's most often better that I don't run the company. I just do the work and work with the clients. But your your position is going to be different. And so if you want to scale your copywriting business, first, you can't think of it as a copywriting business. It's the marketing of copywriting services. And then if you're looking at copywriting services, what problems do they solve and what ancillary insights, knowledge, and, and expertise do you have that you can bring to the table and, and most often can only bring it to the table if you're willing to release some of the things that you don't do so well. So correspondence and follow-up, there's a number of resources we can recommend to you for your prospect newsletter. You know, you're a great copywriter. You're writing a lot of content for your website. You're writing a lot of materials for your clients, but you can't readily talk about your client's stories because they're, they don't want you to. They don't want their competition to be tipped off when they find out that you've been writing a copy. They don't want you to get drawn away. They like to keep you a little close because your fees are so cheap. Ultimately, bringing in an outsider uh, for ad briefings, for example, I hired somebody in the UK to write 24 issues. I, I could I could easily write 24 issues of ad briefings, copywriting tips, but I can even easy more easily be paid to write 25 or 24 newsletter issues for someone else. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but this copy and content development you're doing inside your own business, it's not billable work. So if you want to grow and scale your copywriting business, you want to grow and scale into an agency or grow your marketing agency, you're going to have to shift from being just a copywriter because there's thousands of those out there to being a marketer. And then once you shift from being a marketer, you need to shift and then develop your business profitability. That's why we're now supporting copywriters, marketers, and business development professionals. Now, the business development professional is going to go find that million-dollar contract. And it may not be with a client. It could be with an agency. You may decide that you don't want to scale and have a bunch of employees, but you've got two or three agencies that are on the hook for your area of specialty. And so now you're writing special reports periodically that simply position you as an area of expertise, not trying to get people in the copywriting business, not trying to to, to prove that you're any good at anything or to teach somebody what it is that you do. You're essentially positioning yourself as an expert, putting that positioning in front of a very small audience that has the capability to pay out a million dollars in work, and then you ultimately go take care of that work. Now, are you getting paid up front or are you getting paid after the work's done? Well, there's a lot of copywriters who write on specification and they get paid after their work is accepted. That's the worst position. But even more and more copywriters are actually getting a deposit up front and getting paid on milestones. Uh, in my case, I get paid up front. Uh, we very often will negotiate the price up front and I'll do a fixed rate. 
especially if it's a work similar to work I've done in the past. Um, a lot of my technical writing is done on a retainer uh, because I don't just do copywriting. I actually do technical writing because I have a, a subject matter expertise in risk management, a subject matter expertise in technology. I go ahead and focus on the operational side and I focus on the the writing of technical documents, procedurals, business plans, controls, um, business policy, uh, but as well as sales copy periodically. But the point I'm getting at is are you taking the time to position yourself? Are you putting yourself in front of the right people who can afford to pay you? Are you overwhelming yourself with work that's better done by somebody else? These are all things that you need to consider when you want to scale and grow your copywriting business. In fact, if we did a consultation, uh, we would sit down and I'd ask you questions about how does your office run? And a lot of folks will say, hey, look, I'm learning here. I'm trying to learn how to write better copy. Well, if you could focus 100% of your copywriting skills on writing that copy instead of 25% because the phone's ringing about uh, overdue payment or your customer hasn't sent you the money that they owe you or the office has got, uh, uh, it's messy and you're vacuuming. Well, folks, where do you want to focus? Do you really want outcomes and results in growing your business? Uh, How much active income do you have versus passive income? How can we grow the passive income? How can we put you in front of more buyers? All of these things and more is what we're talking about here at Ad Briefings Copywriting Tips. Uh, You can get more work out of current clients. You can grow your basic clients. You can do a lot of different things to grow your copywriting business. But if you don't have the right mindset and you don't have the right understanding of, of what really are you doing for customers, you're solving problems for customers. Then you're going to spin on this treadmill of, of roller coaster income, and sometimes you're going to do fine, and sometimes you're going to starve, and it's just going to seem like the normal. That doesn't have to be the normal. You can scale your copywriting business. You can get greater value from your marketing. You can start developing the profits and the potential of both your clients and your own business with these insights that we're sharing here at Ad Briefings Copywriting Tips. If you have any questions about what I've covered here, I'm Justin Hit with Ad Briefings Copywriting Tips. You can visit us at www.adbriefing.co.uk. We're here to help copywriters, marketers, and business development professionals create and keep profitable customers through words that sell. Thanks for listening.